Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 252. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road. Welcome to the new year, Andy. Uh, thank you. You're welcoming me to the new year? Yes. And we have Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. I have not been on an entertainment podcast in probably a long time. I would say fall of 2020, I feel like, makes sense. The last Whoa. time I was in an entertainment podcast. There wasn't a pandemic. No, there was. I'm kidding. (laughs) Well, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. And check out our sports podcast after this. But we do have an action-packed podcast for you guys today. We're going to start right off the bat with the Rose Parade. Did you guys know I attended the Rose Parade this year? I actually did not know that. You said you were going to, and then I saw it was supposed to be like 36 degrees overnight when you have to like camp out. Uh, yep. So, yeah, tell us. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, my uh, fiance's family marked the spot. This is a thing they do almost every year. And they've been marking the spot since, I think, the day after Thanksgiving is when you can start doing it. And uh, it's basically, you know, kind of a, you know, oh, these people are here. We're, we're always there. Uh, once you make your mark and you, you keep up on it, because, you know, fades away after time, you're just putting a mark with, like, you know, water paint or whatever spray paint in a uh, grass uh you have to just touch it up but no one steps on it or anything but yeah we flew home from my parents house on new year's eve and uh went straight to the parade route basically got there i think at like 7 30 at night and uh we had a an inflatable bed we had a whole bunch of blankets and sleeping bags and then propane powered heaters like propane tanks with little heaters on them so Hank we Hill camped Brute. out. We were uh, actually pretty much the only people that spent the night this year. I guess it was very not crowded for the parade, but uh, got maybe three hours of sleep. Uh, we had police like stationed right next to us, and uh, it was crazy. Literally, like every four seconds, you turn your head. There's a cop car driving by, uh, just keeping the parade route safe from you know lunatics and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, sleeping bags are not allowed because Bin Laden and uh, you could do shit in, you know, closed quarters kind of thing. You can't even park your car like a, a couple blocks near the the route just in case, you know, you're doing something. Um, it was quite cold and yeah, fireworks and just loud cars going by. Um, parade like itself was pretty neat. We sat in chairs right on the street. I'd never I think I'd gone once actually, but I do not remember it whatsoever. Um uh, so it was neat to see. It's a lot of roses, Andy, believe it or not, Tony. Um it was fun. I also think I learned that horses can sweat when they're really tired. <laughs> the horses were coming off the, you know, they're like making some horses dance and shit and they're just soaking wet looking. So I don't think they're spraying them down with water. Uh, I think they sweat. So I learned something too. But yeah, it was neat. And once it was done, I think by like 1130, drove home and then just was done. Just slept and uh, didn't do a thing. So I think that's what a lot of people do though on New Year's, but for other reasons. Uh, How was the Cal Poly Pomona float? They usually make one. Yeah, um, I think one of theirs... Oh, so we're at the end of the route and there are bridges that, 
you know, some of these parades are, uh, floats are pretty tall and so they don't have the clearance. And so they make them retractable. They can you know, lower them and whatnot, but they don't always necessarily get back up. Um, I believe that one was included in there. There were only like two floats that ended up pushing the whole thing back up. Um, cause it's almost over at that point. Might as well just say, you know what, or maybe they break. I don't know. Um, there was a lot of animal themes, uh, a lot of like the San Diego zoo was in there. AMC was in there and, uh, it was basically like just a couple leather recliners and a huge TV and then flowers around it. And what was funny, if you recall, remember the Reddit whole like game stonk and all that shit. Of course. So some kid, I guarantee it must've been a kid who made a lot of money in that stuff hired sky riders for literally about 40 minutes just in the sky just writing uh retail owns the floor we love amc uh and bullshit like that just non-stop just repeating writing it in the sky it's like this is unbelievable um so yeah it, it was neat the bands were pretty cool uh tennessee was there their band and uh those guys beat the shit out of their like you know the marching drum people they broke their drum no one else had broken their drum. Uh, also, they were any band outside of L.A. was not wearing a mask. Then the L.A. people come up, you know, uh, L.A. school, whatever people band. There was a girl walking by. She had a mask on. She had to take it off to play the trumpet. Like, what mm-hmm. the hell? <laughs> They're still so afraid in L.A. It's like Tennessee. They were all fine. They were doing flips. No masks and shit. <laughs> They're outside. Like weird yeah that that trumpet is just riddled with covid now (laughs) imagine playing the trumpet with the mask so so i looked up this cow folly float it's pretty cool it's got a cat at a computer and there's like i don't remember what it looked like i saw a billion it was like joe pesci like i saw a million kids uh last week i don't remember what he looked like are you looking this up because that's where you went yeah that's my that's my school and that's what i remember (laughs) he's just a fan Volunteer to help with the rose float. I'm like, why? And he's like, all right, I got the graphics for 2022, <laughs> baby. I'm going to need a cat on a DJ computer, and I'm going to need three cows doing science. I've got an idea. Pretty Next good. year, uh, Tropical Plaza. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. With producer Luke, get producer Luke back in it. Yeah. But yeah, it was neat. Um, something to see. So yeah, pretty fun. That seems cool. I mean, I've definitely never been to a rose parade, but that. It does seem like it would be quite the event, especially if you had to like camp out the night before. Yeah, and it, it got pretty chilly. Um, our sleeping bags, which were the top layer, were soaking wet. Oh, yeah, I bet. So, yeah, with my new job, I'm up at six in the morning now as opposed to 830. So I now know the what the cold in the morning is like. And it, it's been a cold. It's been a frigid last month. You know, yeah. 30, high 30s, low 40s down here in uh, the OC area. Yeah, I think I've seen 37 here in Long Beach. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet it's colder out there. Ah, on the water, though? Yeah, I don't know. I was surprised to see that. Yeah, I mean, that's that is definitely cold. All right, I have a game for you guys. Are you guys ready for this? I want to play a game. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So from the uh, Best Of podcast, which listened to episode 251, the Best Of 2021, if you haven't already. But uh, somehow we talked about um, what was his name, Andy Upton Sinclair. I don't think we talked about. 
No, Vin Diesel. What's his actual name? Oh, Mark Sinclair. Yeah. And so we talked about, you know, what celebrities are actually using pseudonyms and which ones are not. And so I've compiled a list of a handful of uh, famous actors and actresses. And uh, I'm going to ask you if the name is theirs or if it's a pseudonym. Ooh, okay. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to start things off with Whoopi Goldberg. Do you oh think that's God. her name or is it not? I Well, I'm going to say Whoopi is like a name she was given as a child as like for fun. But so not her Gold- actual birth name. Where did Goldberg come from? Yeah, because that's got to be like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it is her real name just because it would seem too obvious that it would be not her real name. That's my only logic on so that. So I'm going fake. He's going real. Okay. Uh, it is fake. Damn it. And her I actual went, name is I Karen Johnson. That's got to be fake also. <laughs> What's her actual, actual name? That's her business name. What's her real name? Pretty good. All right. Moving on down the list. John Travolta. I'm going to say real. I think that's his real name. I think Andy? that's real. I think it's real. The name is real. Nice. Okay. All right. Very good. Jamie Fox. Fake. I actually think that one's real. I have, re- I have reasoning. Uh, <clears throat> is he like heavily influenced by Red Fox? And that's why I went with Fox. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to still go with real. It is fake. Damn it. His name is Eric Marlin Bishop. Andy's three now. Yeah, Red I'm Fox struggling. was a comedian from like the 60s and 70s. A black guy. Ah. So, Sanford and Son. Mm. Okay. All right. Next, we have Tom Holland. Real? <laughs> He's actually Tom Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. I think it's real. That I'm is gonna... real. Okay. <laughs> it's not Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> All right. Almost done with my uh, list here today. Olivia Wilde. Oh, I know what her real name I think, is. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. That spoils it. <laughs> then fake. <laughs> God damn it, Andy. That is fake. Do you know what her real name is? Cockburn. Yep. Olivia Cockburn. I should have known that. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't want to use that name because there's probably a lot of jokes you can make about it. All right. Now, this is going to be a tough one, guys. You ready? Snoop Dogg. Fake. I know. I know what his real name is. <laughs> it's fake. God, Andy, I didn't know you're so cool. Calvin brought us because mm-hmm. his son was played for was going to play for UCLA. His name was Bill and Dog. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was something that name. So like, yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's uh, I that's think, the fun game for now. I think Andy went like six and zero on that, or seven and zero. It was pretty. Did good. he miss one? I think you got them I think, all. I think it went perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I missed like three or four. I'm going to have to make it harder next time. All right. Well, that was, yeah, the fun game. So uh, enjoyed no, that. Fun. Let's uh, move on to uh, some news. We got Betty White in the news. Fake. <laughs> Classic. She passed away. Couldn't yeah. make it to 2022. The, the person who is always the joke of, she's actually still alive, has now died. And we have to find a new one now. I don't know who that's going to be now. Yeah, that's, it's kind of crazy. I was, uh, that she passed away, not my story, but that I was over at a Woody's Diner over in a Orange Circle area. 
when we heard of the news, I was with a couple buddies and, you know, when I, it, it, you know, it flashed up on like the TV, you know, as like breaking news, Betty White dead at 99. This was New Year's Eve. And, you know, obviously we see it and we're like, oh, like, obviously that sucks. You know, we know Betty White, but it, it didn't hit us like it did to some of these middle-aged people around. And there was this group of two guys that were at a table and they were already talking about 30 minutes prior how they'd been drinking since 8 a.m. And when this guy saw it, he lost his mind. He slammed the table and he's just like, no, no. And it was just, it was definitely something that obviously hit some people harder than others. Obviously she's a legend. She's an icon, but definitely more. I mean, she was 99 years old. So obviously it's more for like, I feel like our parents and even grandparents than as opposed to, you know, you or I, but still we respect her nonetheless to know that she was a very influential person and a lot of liked by a lot of people and a very funny lady that was only what about 18 days away or so from turning a hundred. Yeah. I think January 17th, they said it was a full life nonetheless. Oh yeah, definitely beyond a full life. And I had just, uh, she, she did so much stuff in like the last 15 years because she just was everywhere in comedies and stuff. And uh, my sister was watching Community and she happened to be in an episode. It was just random. Like, oh, okay, that's weird. And then, uh, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, I was watching uh, a few MacGruber sketches. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, she was MacGruber's grandma in like a series of sketches. And I believe they replayed that episode of SNL. Uh, this Pretty week. good. Because, <clears throat> you know. We'll talk about MacGruber later. MacGruber's very important. Yeah, I don't doubt it. this episode. Yeah. Well, she will be missed. All right, Andy, tell us about the movie delays. Uh, One includes Morbius. Yeah, the Jared Leto uh, vampire Marvel movie, uh, which is supposed to come out in a couple weeks, uh, has now been moved to April 1st uh, because people are afraid of the Omicron. So they're just uh, making the move to not delay it too much, just kind of get out of the way uh, of any. Basically get out of flu season, get out of the winter. (laughs) Yeah. Why does this sound like a name from the Matrix? It's Morpheus. (laughs) Um, It really does. But he's Morbius. He's Dr. Michael Morbius. And he is a scientist who becomes a bat vampire. Um, It's comic book shit, so don't worry about it. All right. Uh, but it's, uh, I don't know, everyone thinks it's going to be horrible and, a, and flop. Uh, if it stayed in this January date, it probably would have flopped. But I'm all in with Jared Leto being weird. So <clears throat> I feel yeah, like he can only be weird. Goes without yeah. saying. He is very good at being a serial killer or just weirdo. He looks the part. Or a vampire doctor. Or a vampire doctor. I feel like, I mean, anything in that sort of category, I feel like he does very well. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, speaking of delays, John Wick. Yeah, so John Wick 4, uh, which was set to come out this May, uh, no longer going to do that. They, uh, they're they delaying it to 2023, so they're just getting all the way out of the year. Uh, it was supposed to come out the same day as the new Top Gun, and they're like, well, this isn't going to work for us, so we're going to delay it. I don't know why they decided to delay it all the way out to 2023, but that's what they're doing. The movie has been filmed already. Uh, it's crushing to some people, I'm sure. <laughs> An old friend. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, we have more feud, more beef, Andy. Now, you're our uh, our gossip columnist here, so tell us about The Rock and Vin Diesel. Uh, this Mark is like, Sinclair. Yeah, this is the, the feud of our time. <laughs> uh, so Vin Diesel, a few weeks ago, uh, released a statement 
uh, <clears throat> asking the rock that uh, it's time it's time to finish this finish what we started and for the rock to return for uh, fast 10 and he uh, brought up how his kids you know his kids love him uh, they call him Uncle Dwayne and uh, we just need to put all this behind us because we owe it in his statement he said we owe it to Pablo uh, reference to uh, Paul Walker uh, saying okay let's do this because the rock has vowed to never return to the Fast and Furious franchise uh, so after this, uh, this week, The Rock then put out a statement uh, in response, uh, basically saying, like, fuck you. Like, how dare you bring your kids and Paul Walker into this? Like, I told you I'm not going to be in these movies anymore. He's like, unless, this is over. unless the Fast and Furious cars are going through a goddamn jungle. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. My soul belongs to Disney now. So uh, it's kind of embarrassing. Like, Vin Diesel looks a little desperate here. Uh, there's some people who think this is all like a show. Because yeah, I don't believe any of this. Their characters have to hate each other, so they're going to hate each other in real life. And then we will get that showdown in Fast 10. And I will not be there to see it. But <laughs> I, I'm i on the record as being a big fan of Hobbs and Shaw. That's the only Fast and Furious movie I will watch. <clears throat> I've watched it because of that. Yeah, um, because I don't have any connection to it. I don't... I don't feel Vin Diesel's bald head like watching me from behind when I'm watching this movie. It's completely disconnected. Yeah. And it's got it's got a great Kevin Hart cameo, of course, Ryan Reynolds cameo. It's, it's all I want from one of these movies. Um, and I was sad that The Rock has decided not even to continue with that character. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't care. I see he's uh, doing San Andreas 2. This time, yeah. the earthquake is bigger. Is that true? Or are you making that up? It's on here in uh, post-production, or in okay. pre-production, rather. Wow. Yeah, he just keeps going. I'm waiting for The Rock to do like... Actually, no, it's drum. in development, so... When is the rock going to really put it together and be like, I'm working, I'm working with, uh, David Fincher next or something like, yeah, really find a role. You know what I'd like to see him do is go the route of Christian Bale and lose like 170 pounds for a role. Uh, I think that's, I don't think that's even possible. <laughs> Could you imagine that if he just became a little thin guy like Adrian Brody and the machinist or the pianist? Yeah, I I can't even picture it. I don't, I don't think it's, it's un-American. I challenge you, The Rock. Do it. If he wants that Oscar, that's what he it's going to take. Dwayne. He doesn't respond to The Rock. I put it I put it in here as The Rock because that's how I think of him. But mm. he's Dwayne. He's Dwayne now. All right. Well, Dwayne, if you want that Oscar, you want a statue. All right, Andy. Tell us about Kitbag and uh, it losing a cast member. Yeah, we talked about this uh, a couple months ago. Ridley Scott's next project, a Napoleon movie uh, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Jodie Comer. Uh, but Jodie Comer has now left the project, and uh, that was announced today. And her replacement was announced like an hour later. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, who is uh, in Hobbs and Shaw and, uh, and oh boy. Some Mission Impossible movies, uh, she is set to replace uh, her in this movie. So. Uh, I am always worried because Ridley Scott's in his mid eighties. Can he finish this movie in time? That's he's racing against the clock. Uh, I'd like to see it. So, so ladies and gentlemen, impossible because he's got to do this and he's got to do Gladiator too. Okay, when you first said Ridley Scott, I was thinking of the <clears throat> who's the chick from Star Wars? Isn't that a Ridley something? Daisy Ridley. Yeah. yeah see, that's who I thought it was, and I was like, okay, I could see a movie with her in it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, he's racing the clock. So fun like, fact: oh, Jodie Comer played her mm-hmm. mother in the last Star Wars movie. Also, well, there you go. Fact, the movie sucked. So. 
it all comes full circle. Right. Yeah, they, I'm looking forward more, to this movie. Look, so, yeah. And I'm looking even more forward to Gladiator 2. Yeah. So, all right, stay tuned on that. And Josh Hartnett. Come back for Josh Hartnett. He was in a few things this past year. He was in uh, Guy Ritchie movies and another Guy Ritchie movie this year. Uh, but this is the big one. He is going to be in Oppenheimer, the new Christopher Nolan movie. So uh, a ton of people are already in this cast, but uh, he's, he's come, come all the way back. And he's now the yeah. hottest star in Hollywood. So The only one missing is uh, put Brendan Fraser in here while you're at it. I mean, he's in a comeback too, so yeah. Just get and he's in the Scorsese project. movie, but I'm just saying, if you if you want to do yeah. more uh, CPR on people, put him in there too. Why not? Yeah, I will contact uh, Nolan's people see if we can get that done. Thank you. All right, um, Army Hammer, Will Arnett. I don't know. I don't know what the whole story is with Army Hammer. I don't know if he'll if he's completely canceled. I thought he's he was in. That- he just got cast in a new movie. Well, he's in that uh, the death on the Nile, which has actually been filmed like two years ago. So he was like it was pre him, uh, him being a fake cannibal, whatever that story was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, he filmed a role for a movie called Next Goal Wins. It's a Taiki, Taika Watiti's next project. It's a, a soccer comedy. So uh, I'm excited about it. But this was like filmed in 2019. Still doesn't come out yet. Uh, now they had to film new scenes to replace Army Hammer with uh, Will Arnett. So, oh yeah, um, I like Will Arnett. So oh, I love the, Will Arnett. That's <clears throat> cool, but like, I just want to see this movie. Like, it's been <clears throat> so long that like, Will Arnett is great in Semi Pro. Yeah, I like to smoke when I drink. <laughs> so no sports comedy right there. So <laughs> exactly, Will Arnett is great for sports comedy. But yeah, in, in this movie, it's a uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, it was from coach. the grave. Yeah, he has to coach a. Uh, the American Samoa national soccer team. And that's what it's about. So uh, it sounds like cool runnings in a way, but uh. I haven't seen a movie of Michael Fassbender's in like 10 years. Yeah. I think he went away for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was in that experiment. Right. No one liked. So. Yeah. So he was in movie jail for it. All right. Well, Keanu Reeves is coming to Hulu. Possibly not, not confirmed. But uh, he is in talks to star in The Devil in the White City, which is uh, a long in-development project. Uh, It's a book from 2003. I actually read this book in high school. Uh, It is about a serial killer uh, during the World's Fair in Chicago. Um, And it's been this project has been rumored forever. I think Leo owns the rights to it. He has been wanting to make this for a long time. He's been wanting Scorsese to direct, uh, but that's not going to happen now. Uh, but they are both still set as producers, and this project is going to go with Hulu as a as a mini series. Yeah, and Keanu uh, might be one of the uh, the stars here. Um, not the serial killer, but another character. So mm-hmm. um, it's not confirmed, but it has a little star power. People like Keanu. Um, I'm I, into that. At least I think they did. The people have betrayed him this past couple weeks, though. Whoa. We'll talk about that later. Oh. But uh, I'd, I'd like to see this project. Uh, there was a, I don't remember the book that well. I read it in high school. And uh, when you read in high school, it's just not the same, you know, because you're no. reading for school. You know? Exactly. Not for sport. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, keep you updated on that one. Uh, we are going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, 
That portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code. Who says it? Tony. That is T-O-N-Y for 65% off at checkout. Head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. Head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. Alrighty, guys. How many things do we have? Oh, on my list, I've got, oh, got a, full, a full 10. Oh, my, okay, Andy. You know you don't have to tell them every single thing you watched but over the break. I need to just to just get it through. I didn't even put Jesus. MacGruber on here. I forgot to put MacGruber oh on here. Oh, my God. I have three. Okay, so I think the big thing we can all talk about, because I know all three of us saw it, was Don't Look Up. Yeah. So we'll save that for the end. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. Uh, let, let me go really quick, because I just brought it up earlier. Uh, I have to talk about, leave off where I left off here. When we last uh, recorded, I talked about it, watch, rewatching the Matrix movies. Uh, of course, I watched Matrix Resurrections. I watched it. I watched it at home. I thought about going to the theater to see mm-hmm. it, but I watched it at home here on HBO Max. Um, it seems to be a little controversial of a movie. Uh, it got pretty decent reviews, but people on the internet are really vocal about hating it. Uh, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I, it's it's a very different movie. It's going for something different than the, than the original was going for, and I think people can't handle that. Uh, I think the the obvious thing is the Matrix. Everyone thinks is a is a big action movie, right? It's bullet time. It's the uh, you know the lobby scene and people running off walls and shooting. Uh, this movie isn't all that much uh, not not all that much action to it. Uh, it's but the Matrix always had a lot of different elements, and that's something they even talk about in this movie. Um, there's a scene where people discuss what it is they like about the Matrix. Is it uh, is it the philosophy? Is it the action? Is it is it all this different stuff? And it's like, it's really a bunch of different things. And, uh, uh, but the filmmakers this time were not interested in making a huge, well thought out action movie. Uh, they went for something different and, uh, that upset some people, but I think it's, uh, still well worth watching. Uh, I thought it was really neat that two of the characters in this, uh, Jonathan Groff and, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, two openly gay men who, uh, are in musical theater a lot, uh, that they are in this movie. And they have like an action scene together. And it's like, I think the point of this is like, you can do different things now. And it's uh, definitely something you wouldn't have seen 23 years ago when this first movie came out. Um, But I I don't know. I really enjoyed it, but it seems like so many people aren't that I can't say like, I can't say because I enjoyed it, everyone else will, because that's definitely not the case. But uh, I still think it's worth watching to see how you uh, react to it. Um, nah, not for me. Well, that's fine. But yeah, I don't have time. There's a good zillion. We all have time. We all have thing, time. No, there's so I'll much call. stuff out there to watch that I'm not going to choose. I plan on living for another 112 years. So Holy cow. That's a lot of time. That's a lot. That is yeah, a lot. you do it's have a lot of time. depends on what your priorities are. Yeah, that's not at the top of my list. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. Well, uh, but that's what I was referencing to Keanu Reeves being uh, betrayed. Uh, I thought he was the most popular guy in the world, but according to the box office numbers, he is not. Not a whole lot of people came out to see The Matrix Resurrections. Um, now, I also uh, watched a, uh, I, as part of my rewatch of The Matrix, I also watched 
uh, their follow-up film, the, the Wachowskis follow-up film. They didn't direct this one, but they did write it and produce uh, V for Vendetta. I have this one uh, on 4K Blu-ray. And uh, this is an interesting rewatch because that's a movie uh, from the Bush era. And it is about, uh, you know, a fascist takeover of Britain. And it's just interesting to watch that from, you know, today's pr- perspective versus uh, when it was made in 2005. But uh, that's still a really good movie. And uh, Hugo Weaving, he's uh, the the main guy in The Mask, if you've ever seen this movie. Uh, he's great. Even though you don't see his face, he's just a voice. Uh, I thought you meant I- the actual The Mask with uh, no, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. <laughs> I actually was thinking that at first. <laughs> He, he's 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 so great. It's just he's got a great voice. Uh, so. uh, and he was. I watched missing. that in high school. I think. Yeah, that's when it came out. It's good. Natalie Portman shaves her head. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I almost put her on the list. Uh, that's not a real name. Oh, okay. Well, that might have stumped Andy. Yeah, I, I don't stumped know that the Schwab one. over here. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, do you want to go with one then? Sean? You talking to me? Yeah. All right, I watched uh, On the Plane and then At Home from 2021. He is back. Some say he never left. Nicolas Cage is, well, he's starring in Pig on Hulu. A uh, truffle hunter who lives alone in the woods has to go to his past in Portland to look for his stolen truffle pig. And... uh, he kind of looks like, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Christopher Lloyd from Dennis the Menace. Except he doesn't have a can of uh, nut or not nuts, beans. beans. <laughs> uh, and he's a legend. I don't know. It's an interesting tale. And uh, it's a short one. It's an hour and a half. And uh, he's he's going on a quest into the his past. And uh, people are pretty amazed just to see him that's how big a deal he used to be for uh reasons uh, i don't want to give away because i certainly didn't know much about this movie going into it so i don't think a lot's known about it other than he has a pig and a truffle farm and all that kind of stuff so i enjoyed it nick cage playing a kind of a strange guy uh it's fun yeah i watched it a month ago or so and i said it's oh, one of my boy. favorites holds up still one of my favorites of this year Oh, there you go. Yeah. The pig by the name is played by a pig named Brandy. Thank you. <laughs> so, pretty good. <laughs> First place at the Orange County Fair. All right, you want me to do a, a couple here? Yeah. How many do you still have left? 15? Oh, I still got 13. Yeah, everything. God. I'm doing them in batches, and I'll go quick. All right. Uh, here, here's the Marvel section. Uh, of course, I saw Spider-Man. Uh, everyone in the world saw Spider-Man. Uh, I it's well, it's exactly what I thought it was, exactly what I wanted, uh, you know, returning the Green Goblin and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's worth watching. That's why everyone wants to go see it. Uh, and everyone didn't want to be spoiled by what may or may not happen in this. Uh, so I don't want to talk too much about it. This is not a, uh, you know, the biggest achievement in art ever, but it's really fun. And yeah, there's a reason why everyone's going to see it, except for you, I guess. Uh, and then the other Marvel thing, I did finish out uh, the Hawkeye show on Disney Plus, and uh, the last few episodes were much better than the first three. So uh, I really enjoyed this. It's probably better to watch it in uh, like quickly rather than week to week as they released it. Uh, nice little Christmas show. It ends around the Christmas time. Uh, you got the uh, 
the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. So uh, that was nice. Nice little treat. I think I wanted ended, to watch that. I think it ended on the uh, 23rd. So it's like a perfect little Christmas show. Uh, you know, they got Christmas music and everything. So I like that. That's what you need, I think, is uh, for a Christmas thing is you got to have, I think. I'm going to say three Christmas songs per hour. And then, well, then Dexter's not doing that at all. They have Christmas trees up. It's Christmas time. That's just not, not good, a Christmas yeah. song in the land. Yeah, so you need you need that. So, um, and I've got a couple Christmas movies on this list as well. And uh, but all yeah, the uh, time has come and gone. I, well, okay, I, I, review it next year. <laughs> I got to talk about them uh, for next year. Uh, but I'll, I'll let you uh, take another one here. All right, I watched the Book of Boba Fett episode one on oh, Disney. I, I actually saw that also. I uh, really enjoyed this. I loved. So I recently watched that Star Wars episode where, uh, you know, there is that Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he gets flung into the, the pit. tremor thing in the ground. Yeah. I love that it starts off. Spoiler yeah. alerts, people. Yeah. With I'm him kidding. in, you know, in the belly of this thing. Yeah. I thought that was cool, too, because especially people like feel like us that were. That, you know, well, you know, when I was born and whatnot, it was like only those three Star Wars were out. So it's like those are what I grew up watching until around somewhere in elementary school when the Darth Maul one came out. But it definitely did hit home because like we all remember seeing I feel like everybody as a as a kid liked kind of liked Boba Fett. Like he was a cool character. He had the jetpack, you know, as at least for me, a young boy, a jetpack seemed like something that was really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, when he just went into the pit, you were just kind of like, oh, okay, that's just how he goes out, too. So it was kind of cool to see that they did bring that part out and gave you a glimpse of what inside the pit actually looked like. So there was another stormtrooper in there when when I was in a which shouldn't make sense because I don't think stormtroopers were at that battle. Yeah, they fell into the thing. They might have been. That was Jabba's people, though. There was no stormtroopers there. I think they showed up, though, I feel like. It must have been from... from Dobby just said he just watched it, so Dobby, were there stormtroopers? No, there was. Maybe not. I watched it months ago. Also, this pit, like, it wasn't like it was... Actually, I guess maybe it was just that moment when he escaped. I don't know what they're trying to do. But uh, what I was saying, in in high school, there was a a friend of mine who's like, Boa Fett survives and gets out of there. I'm like, no way. I'm like, yeah, I have this book. And he like brought this book over, which... All those books don't mean anything now because they all got erased. But it was, yeah, it's like Boba Fett escapes from there. I'm like, oh. I mean, he's cool. got a missile on his back. <laughs> so then they made the TV show where he does that. Uh, but I watched this with my dad. He was so confused. And I'm like, it's like it was in Return of the Jedi. Remember he falls into the pit? He's like, that movie was 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in the pit a long time. And I was well, like, so that's the whole thing, though. Is it's, like, it's not like he came out of the pit 40 years later, right? It's like, aren't they no, saying it's, it's come out right of after. Like, immediately? Yeah. And he got taken by those little midgets so i like that too because it's like oh uh, okay i know this timeline i'm not no 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 like this isn't yoda this is 500 years ago god like i I can't keep up yeah no star wars is confusing yeah yeah, it's fun it's short uh looks like it's only seven episodes next episode comes out as you're listening to this today Uh, so you can tune in to that on disney plus the days they come out on wednesdays it looks like according to this oh cool because that came out, I feel like, what, like, wasn't that like New Year's Eve or something when that one shot out or New Year's? I have no idea. Eve. Yeah, it came out 2021. So, yeah, no, but yeah, it was that was good. Also, I guess John Favreau just writes everything now for Disney. Yeah. Well, he's the guy, Star Wars guy now. Yeah. Guy leaped in with a rainbow flop. I love you, man. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> All right. So what else do you have, Andy? 
I'm going to talk about the Christmas movies I watched, including a, a movie I watched on Christmas Day or Christmas night with the family. Uh, like, what are we going to do? The basketball games weren't that exciting. No, they weren't. Uh, so let's put on a Christmas, like a Christmas movie. story. We're looking and uh, well, I finally pulled the trigger, Sean. Daddy's home, too. Oh, boy. You fi- what do you mean? You've never seen it? I'd never watched it before. What is it. the matter with you? You talked about it all the time. I finally it's the greatest it. Christmas movie ever. It's it's so dumb, but it's fun. I love the John uh, Lithgow and Mel Gibson yeah. steal the show. I love the, the thermostat, thermostat bit is yeah. bar none. Some of the greatest comedy we've ever seen in our lives. I have that thermostat and I was like so excited about it. Look, look, yeah, so cool. Uh, but then you weren't allowed to down. touch the thermostat as a kid, were you? Tony, were I you? Didn't even know what it did because no one would teach me. Yeah, because you weren't allowed to touch it. Exactly. It's a great bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, but the whole family enjoyed it. My mom even liked it. Uh, I think my dad. When he's like, "Oh, we haven't seen each other. What has it been? A few years? Should I take my pants off?" <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, it, was, it was good, and uh, yeah, Mel Gibson really leans into. Uh, I think what people think of him, he's kind of the the bad guy in this. But he's not. Oh, sure. knock it off! He's an astronaut. Uh, one thing that was really weird to me is the. Uh, so so I don't. I never saw the first one. Does Mark Wahlberg marry the that model or something? Why is he with her? Uh, she's such a bad actress that they're like, we're not even gonna have her like talk to anyone. Uh, it's very I, awkward. <laughs> so I don't like the first one. So I don't really. I've only seen that one maybe twice. I don't really remember a lot about it. I th- think they're married. I don't know. Yeah, but it's clear like like oh we wanted her in this, but also she can't act, so she's not going to interact with anyone. Uh, it doesn't seem like she has any relationship with Mark Wahlberg at all, and he's more just yeah. hanging out with people. And it's like all right, whatever. It's a dumb movie. Yeah, maybe uh, she's a beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other Christmas movie I watched, uh, HBO Max original Eight Bit Christmas. Oh, you were excited about that. Uh, I really wasn't, but I was like, I should watch this. Uh, it's basically a Christmas story ripoff. Where it's uh it's it's Neil Patrick Harris, he's narrating the story of how he, uh, when he was a kid in the '80s, there was a toy he really wanted to get, uh, a Nintendo. So instead of a BB gun, he really wanted a Nintendo, and he uh, or a Turbo he, Man. Yeah, he goes through all these uh you know trials to to get it. I really enjoyed the first half hour of this. It includes like uh, there's a rich kid who has, is the only kid with a Nintendo in the whole the whole town, and he's just like a dick to everyone, so that like. He makes them like give him gifts to, in order to just play with him. And, it, and Very it's fun. nice. But uh, I think the difference between uh, this movie and the Christ- a Christmas story is they Christmas story has a bunch of uh, like stories that aren't Christmas related, but are still super funny. Like the, the leg lamp, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of like pads out the movie and it's not just all focused on one thing. Uh, while, while this movie, the whole thing is just like, oh, here's how I try to get a Nintendo and then I failed. And then uh, it's like so. Or it's Jingle fine. All the Way has a, a big Santa fight, and sure. uh, we or uh, Mini Me is in there, and he gets punched, and he flies because he gets punched so hard, and he's so small. Yeah, very very realistic. Uh, this might, movie might be better than <laughs> Jingle All the Way. Sorry, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, doesn't sound like it. But it's it's Does okay. It have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, Andy. Uh, it has David Cross. He sells black market Cabbage Patch Kids. That does anything for so, you. So st- that's what uh, John Belushi did. Yeah, yeah, that was Jim Belushi. That would be crazy. If John Belushi did it from <laughs> <Yeah>. the grave. <laughs> Too similar of names. Well, they're brothers, so uh, that's why they have the same name. I know. 
why make them the same name, basically? Jim and John? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Jimmy Johns. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's fine. So next season, if you want to watch it, it's not not the worst thing. It's 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 got Christmas music, like I said. I don't know. I got a pretty solid lineup. I go with Scrooge down to uh, Christmas Vacation, yeah, over to Christmas Elf, on to Daddy's Home Two, over to uh, uh, Doctor Seuss's Grinch, uh, back over to Elf. You know. <laughs> Zigzag. You gotta hit them all. Yeah. What about Nightmare on? No, I'm sorry. Christmas on. Nightmare Elf. before Christmas. What's the Christmas one? Nightmare on. Nightmare, Nightmare before Christmas. Nightmare before Christmas. Yeah, you can work that one in too, but you you can overdo that because you watch that at Halloween time too. Nightmare yeah, it's, it's a Halloween. Just Christ, if you turn Christmas it off after Elm five Street. minutes, it's a Halloween movie. It's really good. It's yeah, really good Halloween mm-hmm. movie for five minutes. Okay. Uh, well, I've got some more here. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm Keep down going. to don't look up. Well, I've got I've got four more other than don't look up. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me let me let me talk about it here. Uh, I watched The Harder They Fall on Netflix. Uh, this is a western starring uh, like all black actors. So it's uh, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba. Well, you're Vini a hero, Pini, Andy. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> uh, it's okay. You're going to make fun of this, but uh, this is the best thing I watched out of this whole list. Uh, this movie's great. It's a great western. Uh, all the people are real life characters. I didn't know it was a Western. Uh, it sounds like, like a football movie or something. No, no, it's a, it's a Western. So they're all real life people, but the story is a is a fake story, but it's taking all these like uh, black cowboys and outlaws from history and putting them into this, this story uh, with Idris Elba as the as the bad guy here. Uh, and it's just a really good Western. And it's uh, the the director here is uh, Seal's brother. <laughs> he's a he's a musician. That's and, not his real name. Music producer. Uh, Seal is not his real name, no. Uh, but by this guy, I think it's his first movie he's directed. Uh, produced by, I saw in the credits uh, when it was coming up, produced by Sean Carter. I'm like, I know that name. Uh, that's Jay-Z, of course. So Jay-Z, not his real name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's it's really, really cool. So he, this guy did all the music for it and he directed Del Roy Lindo. Yeah, he's great in it. It's just, it's a lot of, a lot of people you've seen before and, and really good actors and uh, it's first of all a good western, so that's what they had to do, and good gunfights, good all that kind of stuff. So uh, definitely worth watching. That's on Netflix. That came out, I think, uh, early November. So okay, I want to watch the Dirty Harry. What? Dirty Harry? Okay, that movie came out forty years ago. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were somewhere. You said it like it was like a reboot. It's of- not like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, no, it's on. It's on HBO. HBO Max. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to watch Dirty Harry. Cool. They're making it with Vin Diesel. You didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me, let me get through. Uh, okay. This next one, the the King's Man. This is the out in theaters right now. The prequel to the Kingsman, which uh, movie I really like. I, I bought it, and watched the, the original again. Uh, this is better than Kingsman Two. This is it, it's a prequel set during World War One. Uh, different than I thought. It is pretty historical. It, it's of course a little crazy. Uh, and it's about like these villains and history teaming up to basically cause World War One, uh, but there's way more history than I thought. Where it's like involves the Kaiser and uh, Rasputin and stuff, and it's uh, it's it's weird. It's a weird tone to have all this history, but then also have these like silly fights uh, that are a lot of fun. But uh, it's it's better than the Kingsman too, but not as good as uh, the Kingsman. So. Uh, I don't think it's worth going out to the theaters. This will probably be on Hulu or something in a few months, but uh, 
uh, worth watching when it gets there. I had fun at times. I'd say there's at least there's at least 30 minutes that are really good. Yeah. All right. How many more do you have? Uh, two, and I'll I'll be quick. Uh, I watched Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus. Ugh, Andy, I told you how shitty that movie was. I know it's <laughs> it wasn't that good. Uh, that movie was awful. I wouldn't say it's awful, but it wasn't that good. I I really enjoyed Jesse Plemons as the German submarine guy. That's cool. yeah, he was fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know The Rock. I don't know. It's as long as it's in a jungle. Yeah. The other thing he, that was good when he was doing the jokes at the beginning, I like that part of it. I would have preferred a movie where he was just a con artist. If that was, I would have movie. Pre- preferred a movie where there weren't, you know, magic ghouls and it, shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would have preferred if it was literally just him, a con artist, a boat guy. That's what I was saying in my review of it. I was like, it, it has, you know, legs to stand on. He didn't need to add this extra bullshit. Just do different things for the kids that are watching, and that's that's fine. Like, it doesn't need to have all these different layers. Or if it crossed over with Brendan Fraser and the mummy, because this was like basically just a mummy. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, the English woman who's kind of a badass, and then she has like a gay brother, and there you go. Same movie. Yep. Okay. And then also, I have to talk about MacGruber. I haven't finished it yet, but I've watched uh, four of the episodes of the MacGruber series on Peacock, and uh, if you're a fan, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> I am a fan. I have not gotten to see it yet, though. Uh, there's, there's, there's just a scene where he he steals a motorcycle at a gas station and the people are like, hey, what are you doing? And he tries to drive off and immediately wrecks and then he just runs away and then turns around and goes, fuck you! <laughs> Pretty good. And it's yeah, like, they could only, I wish we could get that drop. <laughs> it could only make people laugh who like know what the character is. Yeah. It's like... I'll tell you written- right now, that's going into the best of 2022. <laughs> MacGruber is good. But uh, yeah, this has got a, instead of uh, Val Kilmer's bad guy, it's got Billy Zane. So uh, I'm sure some people really enjoy uh, that. Titanic fame. Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's for the fans. It's uh, like, if you just watch this fresh, even though there is a, there's a recap, uh, Maya Rudolph does a, a recap of the show at the beginning. Uh, it's still like, yeah, if you didn't watch the movie, then I don't know why go watch the movie. If you didn't watch the movie, I'll say that. Yeah. Go get that free subscription to Peacock so you can watch it. I'm going to get that subscription to watch uh, Yellowstone here soon. All right. All right. And you have five more. What'd you say? No, that finished up here. Are we ready to discuss? Don't look up. Yeah, I believe so. So I watched this up at my parents' house. Uh, They liked it a lot. I'll tell you that they watched it before I got there and then they wanted to watch it with us too. So they were fans enough uh, to watch. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it. It was a, it was a pretty good movie. It's yeah. I, I thought it was yeah. not Hill amazing, was not bad. I thought it was fine on the yeah, exactly. upper side yeah. of fine. Yeah. I thought Jonah Hill's character was a little too much. Yeah. It was especially for like his position being like, the assistant to the president or whatever to like to basically make it seem like, is that really how much of a shit they give? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah, it does show that politicians, and I think everyone knows by now, every politician pretty much is a piece of shit. Um, but I like that. They also go after, um, you know, Amazon or whoever that's supposed to be. It's not Apple, Andy. It's not. Well, <laughs> so that was, that was a disappointing. I had this point with the movie. It's like, <clears throat> 
that should have been Elon Musk. It was more like a combination of a bunch of different people, but it's yeah. like that's who that really was supposed to be. It's like Elon Musk pretends to be the guy who's going to save us from, you know, climate devastation because he's going to make electric cars. But instead, he's just kind of like loves being a troll rather than like he's not the hero that he thinks he is. Uh, so I think maybe if it was more of a targeted character rather than like, oh, we'll just make it a general tech guy who's weird. It, it really it's was like, like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs and yeah. Apple and uh, whoever else, Amazon, like Bezos. all put together in one. That's but why it, it was like at the end too. And like, I mean, that movie was meant for conspiracy theorists. I'm sure producer Luke had a good, had a good one with that one. But cause it really was with like, you know, even at the end where they end up on like an Island and it's just kind of like, I think that's what some people do think. Like if the world was to end, the rich would end up somehow like in on an Island with creatures yeah. you know, biting your face off. But yeah, I think, I think one of the, the problems is that it's funny, but it's not, one of the funniest movies ever. Like I laughed a no. lot, but I never like really laughed deeply. I was like, Oh huh, yeah. It was huh, like, ha huh, ha. Huh. Huh, yeah. Uh, and it's like, so what is this supposed to be? Was it supposed to be a super funny comedy? Cause it, it wasn't, uh, but it's still good. It's still worth watching. Uh, I, I did think during the, uh, you know, the scene where, uh, so Leo basically has his meltdown. Uh, my thought yeah. was like, that he he probably wrote that and said, I, I'm only going to be in the movie if, if you allow me to do this. Because that was like yeah. a real meltdown. Yeah. And it's like, I need to yell. I need to yell in my movies and I want to say what I want to say. Well, he's also big on climate change. Yeah. He probably actually just said that one from the heart. So <laughs> I, I listened to an interview with Adam McKay and he's like, yeah, none of that was in the script. He's like, I'm going to get angry and really talk. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Go do it. So, so really, that's really a true That's really what happened. Oh, he's wow. like, I'm just going to be angry and kind of say what I'm, I'm feeling and it wasn't it wasn't written that way i mean it was supposed to be like an interview that was poorly but he's like nope uh there's two things i care about and it's being very angry in movies and yelling and and climate, climate change. change so so i combine them into one why not he's yelling so much he's heating the planet yeah <laughs> that's the real conspiracy it was caught yeah. Yeah, hold on. yeah i mean it's fine um i'm not gonna watch it again <clears throat> Ever? What about I don't know. Year? I mean, maybe if, if an asteroid is coming to town, like, like, hey, guys, let's get into the spirit. Like I watched uh, Contagion and mm-hmm. uh, Outbreak. So like, if that happens, the year 20, I also just watched uh, Armageddon. And yeah, that's for like 10 year olds. So. Well, at least I succeed in Armageddon. Come on. Well, the number of fires in outer space is pretty remarkable. Yeah, I don't remember the the science of it. Um, the whole the space station explodes and it, it looks like a big old like oil fire. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I actually watched that movie. I was never. I there. had not seen it since like two thousand. I was a Deep Impact guy. Uh, yeah, I like Deep Impact. That's yeah better. Had Elijah Wood and Morgan Freeman. Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, Michael Bay. It's a weird guy. Yeah. Well, Adam McKay. Uh, yeah, this is uh, another one of his movies now. It's also filmed the exact same way as The Big Short. He did it in Vice. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of losing the appeal. I liked The Big Short a whole heck of a lot, but change it up. Don't just keep doing the exact same you know, little platform. Well, he is, because he already said his next movie is, uh, is about that uh, Elizabeth Holmes that just got sentenced to jail or whatever. 
So because um, he has a Jeff Epstein thing for HBO Max in development too. He's yeah, he's doing a lot of HBO oh. stuff too. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the other things I didn't like about it is the uh, the weird editing, which where they stop in the middle of a sentence. And like, yeah, it's like what is this the you know sixties or something? Well, he was like, he's like, well, that's good enough. The point is, you know where it's going, and we're trying to. There's not a lot of time, so it makes you feel everything's urgent because it's like ah, that didn't work. I'm sorry, you're going for Still something. Turned out to be yeah. two hours and eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like we, you know, what the joke is, so we're just gonna cut it off. And it's like, well, that, that's hard. <laughs> Sometimes uh, when you let a joke land and let it sit, it's actually better. Yep. I don't. Know, I don't need to teach him about comedy. He uh, knows what he's doing. Well, speaking of teaching someone about comedy, turns out Tyler Perry is better when he's just acting and doesn't have anything to do with cross-dressing or writing the script or directing the movie. Um, He's actually not bad when it comes to that. He's the lawyer, I think, in Gone Girl, and he plays a good moron on a morning TV show. Yeah, he did do a good job on that. There was also something I saw, too, that they said, uh, because Kid Cudi in that movie, they said was actually like a really good actor, they said, or like better than they, I think they anticipated that he was like, it came like naturally to him or something like that as he played. I mean, I know he had a small role playing like Ariana Grande's uh, boyfriend or whatever, but and then Ariana Grande just played herself, which is like, yeah, when the movie when the world's gonna end, isn't that what you want to go see a Ariana Grande concert? Yeah, I could have lived without her and like showing that whole song. Like, yeah, I it know. felt like a Lonely Island digital short. Like, I didn't <laughs> care for that, but I like it, Cuddy. Uh, he was good in yeah. um, a show on HBO like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's he's a good actor, it seems like, according to what they say. I did think it was funny that she kept going on about how the free snacks he charged him. Oh, yeah. I would do the same thing. <laughs> you try to get those $10 back? I would. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add? Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. <clears throat> no asteroids for me. Yep. Otherwise, we're going to have to send a uh, drilling team up into space to separate. Or, or just start building those those robots that can land on them. Like, why? what prevented them from building, like, 500 of those robots? I don't know. Maybe time. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But, yeah. No asteroids. I'm anti-asteroid. All right. Anti-asteroid. Pretty controversial stance there, Andy. <laughs> Okay, anything else to conclude before we conclude? I don't think so. I think that'll do it. All righty, well, solid episode. You've been listening to episode 252 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yeah, goodbye. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you for listening. It was good to be back on a entertainment podcast. I wish I could do it more like we used to in the past, but fortunately, as time has gone by, I've had more work and whatnot in the evenings, but it's always fun being on here. And uh, we love having you on. I look forward to having us all together here celebrating Sean in the next month. A month from today. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. So I'll be looking uh, forward to that. But until then, thank you everybody for the listens and continue to listen. We'll see you later.